place now i swear uh thanks for <laughs> checking in to don't get the switched this is rob along with tina how you doing tina i'm good rob how you doing you're a little confused today oh, huh? i'm super confused but yeah, well, we're, we're, we're about to get into that but besides <laughs> that i'm i'm super hot because it's blazing hot outside um yeah. and uh yeah just uh, i had a friend uh text uh me about shows Cause I've let it out there to a bunch of people like, Hey, what do you think about a show? And she goes dating or a relationship. And I was like, um, I, sure. I was like, I, what do you mean? She's like, you know, what's the difference what? between dating for fun or dating for a relationship? And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I, and I think that's what she meant. And I kind of reread it. And I, and to me, cause maybe I'm just old. Like I'm, I am dating for a relationship, but maybe, you know, modern people and I, mean, I shouldn't even say modern people have different agendas for what they're trying to do, I guess. Well, when we were growing up, it seemed like dating was how you figured out if you wanted to be with them exclusively and mm -hmm. and solely, you know what I mean? Solely with them, like that was the getting to know you stuff. Um, am I off? I don't think so. I think that's exactly what we all thought growing up. Like you have to go out a couple of times to see if it's something you feel you want to pursue. And and that's how I still handle dating. Well, I think that's even with friends. Like I don't I don't really let people into my inner circle unless they've been in situations with me and I and I like who they are as people. Right. There's no difference there. I mean, some people, the way they act, there'd be no freaking way in hell I'd want to do anything with them or have them as friends. That's too much work. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> I think that that's uh, I think that's what you're supposed to do to get to know people. Right. I, I think that that's for sure. Look, we mostly like friends, like you said, when you're in a public setting and Maybe you're meeting somebody for the first time. You're 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 kind of standoffish. And then mm -hmm. you're realizing, do you want to hang out with them again? And I think that's the big thing. OK. Yeah. I mean. Oh, how do I even start this? Like, OK, in dating, like. The end result should not be this is a person I'm going to spend my life together. That shouldn't be like what you're what you're looking for from the get, because like you don't even know them. You don't know mm -hmm. how they are with their family. You don't know if their work ethic is the same as yours. There's so many things that you need to see. But the part of dating, the fun part of dating is getting to know if somebody's like that, you know, if if they're a good match for you and enjoying them along that road. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I think that is the whole point, right, of of kind of throwing your um, lure in the water, right? That's what to me what dating is. If you're if you're um, testing the waters, you're like you said, you're asking certain questions on a date, e even if they're the most subdued, right? Like, 
Uh, you're going to ask something to get an answer out of somebody to lead them to the next question to maybe how are you with family or do you like to be around a lot of people if you're that kind of social butterfly or maybe you're not and you're like okay are they going to be okay with being more you know inside and hanging out amongst just you you know you have to balance those things off and and she did say like um she told this guy i really only want to date for fun because i think her child was like at summer camp. So she had a very limited time to date because she's a single mom. So when her kid came back from uh, summer camp, it was time to go back into mom mode. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe this guy got some mixed messages or saw things differently because unless you're talking pretty open, you know, it's very easy to uh, misconstrued things if you don't ask. Mm -hmm. And maybe well, that's what I think happened. that that's just because people don't communicate effectively. And if you there's two parts to communicating, you have to communicate to get your point across. But you also have to communicate enough to listen. Listening is key, because if you're if you're only in it to talk, you're never going to get the other person's point of view. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's, you know, that you definitely, if you're in any sort of relationship, you have to be both. You have to do both. So I, if, I don't know, if I heard from somebody, hey, I only got this amount of time to date. Let's go out, have fun. But, you know, it's not going to go very far. Um, <clears throat> you know, maybe now, uh, maybe now. You know, we'll just date for a while. And if it goes better, then things may evolve. But, you know, I don't know. That's it's kind of a hard. I don't I don't know, because people don't do things the way it used to be done. So it's kind of. A, I agree. I think if you go into. um, If you go into it with the. um, The view of. Look, uh, I'm. I know I'm not going to do anything with this. It's just playing. It's just fun. Let's go have a good time. Whatever that is, it's not going to lead to anything. And you're okay with that. Awesome. Because I think that that's all right as well. Because, but, you know, be upfront about it. Because I think that's the, the, the way that people end up getting hurt over something. So it's a kind of a weird thing. I think that, in today's day and age, at almost any age, you should know what you're looking for. We, you know, we live in the the um, Internet dating world where, you know, your profile pretty much tells people what you're looking for. Is it a long is it a long relationship? Is it, uh, you know, I don't know. I haven't filled one out in a while, but I know long term relationships on there, which is where. Most people, I think, are uh, are leaning at a certain age, I guess. I don't know about that. I think that most people on a dating site, um, the the men, they're they're wanting to get laid and they don't want any drama. I mean, that's like that seems to be, you know, the standard. And, you know, I've asked a bunch of friends and they're like, oh, yeah, they don't want 
they don't want to date for any exclusivity. They want to date to get laid. Even older guys? <laughs> yes. Rob, people have been, by, by our age now, they've been in <clears throat> relationships, what, 20 plus years? 15 plus years? Mm-hmm. Even 10 plus years? How much sex do you really think they're getting? Right. No, I mean, I get that part of it, I guess, but I don't know. I I, mean, I just think differently than most people, I think. You know, yeah. well, I, I, I want I want some kind of um, uh, steadiness in my life. I don't want to keep bouncing between people, even if I'm getting laid. Who, that, to me, that's not that's not conducive to like a healthy mind. And maybe that's right. maybe that's where I'm at. I, I want some kind of. You also haven't been in a relationship in a while. Mm-hmm. I, like, you know, in, in, in talking to people, um, I hear stuff all the time. Like, oh, I was in this horrible relationship. We didn't even have sex for six years. I never did anything right for her. The last thing that I want to do is get stuck in that shit again. Right. So, you know, if, you know, if you're not into what I'm about, then I'll find somebody that is. And, and I guess it goes both ways for men and women. Mm-hmm. So I don't think people are having a hard time finding it. No. I, I, and, and again, like if you're looking for a good time, I, I'm sure that there's a um, easy way to find that, you know, mm-hmm. it, mostly in the online dating world. If you're, if you're very upfront about it, I'm sure it's not very hard to find. Mm-hmm. What's that one? Uh, it's the one app. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Tinder, right? Tinder. Tinder. Isn't that just for sex? <clears throat> I, I don't believe so, but I think it got turned into only for sex. I think it it morphed its way into that. Although, you know, I think with any of these things, people are looking for both, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking for a relationship and you're looking for, you know, I, people are very upfront. Mo- the women are mostly upfront about it. Like, I'm not looking for a booty call. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. So I think if you're a man on there and you're looking for that, you're just you're you have to read. <laughs> if you're yeah. if you're looking for just pictures and you're you know going off of that, you better be a reader, right? Because you're going to end up with somebody who, for one, is nothing like you, and secondly, isn't you know, isn't giving it up on the first date. But really, is anybody really like somebody else on, on an Internet dating site? Like, What do you mean? I don't I don't know. I don't I, I wouldn't think that the people that are on the dating site that you're meeting, like for the most part, are really. At, at a good level. <laughs> like I, mean, I was okay. So I was talking to my friend and she was talking to this guy for a couple months. Come to find out he was in prison. I'm like, wait, what? Wow. How did you? And, and apparently he had pictures from before he was in. So, cause I had heard girls say, watch out for the prison pictures. And you could tell when they're from prison, but I guess, you know, she showed me, I'm like, he doesn't look like he's from prison. Like, mm-hmm. how would you, how would you know? How would you find out? I mean, I don't, I don't know. How do you find out? So she, I kind of had to give her, you know, I had to kind of had to give her, you know, you just had poor, uh, poor judging skills on your part for that one. I don't know what to tell you. 
but you know it happens i <laughs> I, think I don't know can, how it happens but i think you can run know. into that pretty much in in any you know any kind of thing because you really don't know even you don't know what you're in for until you date someone a while right um, you mm-hmm. could end up dating someone for five months and then realizing they have a totally separate life or they're, well, you look know, at these women that have they, been married for 30 years and the guys, their husband's got a whole different family in another state. Like I get it. It right. happens. That's what I mean. But, but I think with, with the, the, the world of like, um, of dating, you know, like you really don't know, like. Marriage is a whole other thing, right? So if you're married and the person you're with has a totally different life, there's a lot to lose, you know, mm-hmm. regardless what, you know, if you, if you're living these two totally different lives and you're on the road and you're flying across the country and you're with your other family, that's one thing. But if you're dating somebody, unless you're living together, there's really any open door. Which mm-hmm. is kind of a scary thing because you, you really don't know what you're in for or who well, they you would really hope that are. Your instincts would keep you safe and that you'd pick somebody that's kind of on the same level as you. I mean, we're not stupid and we do have instincts that tell us you're where you need to be. You're not where you need to be. And people need to start using those. Right. Look, there, there should be a buzzer that goes off in, in a lot of our heads. Right. Like mm-hmm. something comes across and you go, hmm. That seems a lot. And and hopefully you step back and go, OK, I, I have to find my way out of this before I'm in way too deep, because mm-hmm. that's the bigger problem. Right. You get into these relationships and you're like, hey, I'm a year in and they live with you. And then what? You're like, and now I'm fucking really screwed. This person's, you know out gallivanting around and i i never knew it, it it's kind of it's a scary thing i think for any age group you know you, you don't want to get involved with somebody catch feelings and then the next thing you know you find out this whole other thing and it then it makes you jaded over the rest of your life like do i mm-hmm. even want to date anymore do i want to get involved with these people this 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 that and the other thing and then like you said you start thinking okay are my are my people skills are are they good you know Mm -hmm. am i if i didn't see it in the last two am i gonna see it in the next one or you start even thinking are people even good are there any is there anyone out there thinking all those things you might want to try to find a counselor Because if your picking is off and you're and you're that out there and you're having those kind of problems like there, there's something going on with you that's making you not pick correctly. Because I don't I don't know when I go out with with whomever, I get an instant vibe, instant. Mm -hmm. I know if they're a good person. I know if they're not a good person. That's a start. I mean, I may you know, they good people do shitty things just like, you know, shitty people do good things. Of course. But instinctually, you should be able to trust yourself. And if you're having issues on that level, you need to get some counseling. You do because you need to be able to trust yourself and you need to be able to have that instinct. Otherwise, you're not going to make it in a dating pool. 
period. Yeah, I, I I kind of agree with that. I think that look, my I have that instinct and I catch I catch things pretty quick and then I catch it very quickly. If I like somebody and I get a good feeling about it, I'm like, yeah, this person's really good. Mm -hmm. And I would say nine and a half times out of the 10 people that I've picked, (laughs) I've done all right where they're good folks and and they don't mean, you know, you know, besides my marriage where, you know, that's a long relationship and and there's always roller coasters. But on mm-hmm. shorter relationships, with the exception of one girl that I can, and she was a lot younger than me, and she was kind of bonkers. I, I've done all right, like good people, and and you know we self sabotage a lot of our own relationships. So I I did self sabotage a few of mine, mm-hmm. but I but even so, I still think that the initial the initial um, meeting and how I felt about them and how I read them was still very much true. Oh yeah. The crazy girl I knew too. I already, (laughs) I knew she was bonkers when I went into it. I was going to say, you knew all of them. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I did. I have, I have a client that just told me that she went out on a date with a guy that was much younger. She's around our age and Mm -hmm. she went out with a 30 something guy and they had a great time and he, paid for everything and i guess they even made out in the car like she's telling this whole story i'm like cool you had a great time that's great Mm -hmm. so i guess they were supposed to meet up a couple of days later and um she was like okay i'm ready and he was like can it be later and she told him no because she had other things to do a couple hours after he was ready sure and he said um he said that he was at the grocery store and he left his wallet and his debit card at home and he had like a couple hundred dollars worth of groceries in a cart. And he was like, do you think you could like, I guess, um, what is it like send over the money, you yeah. know, through like uh, cash app or whatever no. the hell he was using. And, and she ignored him yeah. for like an hour. And then she's like, Oh, sorry, I was doing this or that. And he's like, Oh, that's okay. And then, um, he didn't talk to her after that. Yeah. Like, but he was out. It sounds to me like he was just out to see what he could get out of her. Yeah. Shady. Yeah. I'm like, why would you ask somebody you've only met once that you, uh, that you need some money? Yeah. That's crazy. Don't try to work me. Right. <laughs> but that's the other thing. Like you don't know what you're in for. Like, mm-hmm. And, and she, she said he was so nice. And then I'm like, you said what the problem was. You said it four or five times. You didn't like that he was so young. Why did you go out with him? If you're like, no, he's young. No, he's young. No, he's young. That's right. your body telling you quit being a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Don't go out with him. It yeah. doesn't, it does. Don't worry about the answer or the reason. Just do it. Don't right. or don't do it. You know, I, I think that's a big thing in the dating pool as well. Like you need to go into you're dating. If you're dating for fun, cool. You know it. I'm going to do this. If you want to go with some young person, have at it. it be up front. I'm we're in it for fun and whatever happens, cool. And, yeah. you know, but if you're dating on the other side of that, know your limitations. If if you're 50, know your how many years back you're willing to go to understand somebody. You know, we've talked about it on here before. I'm only willing to go back to maybe like maybe 46. 
Yeah. And, and that's pushing it. And I'm 52. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want this really large gap. I think that you start as much as you have in common, like, let's say you have children. And so you have that as something to, to grasp a hold of. But things that you might have grown up with, even five years apart, are totally different, like musical oh, yeah. styles. You know, five years, you know, when we were in high school and someone who's six years our junior, what they listen in high school is to totally different kinds of music. Absolutely. And you may not be able to go to concerts together or and enjoy it. Like we should all do things with even though you might not like it. I would go to any concert with if I had a girlfriend and she was into whatever. Uh, old if she school. was into NSYNC, you would go to the concert with I, her? I would go. But I wouldn't. I would because I think that <laughs> because I would want her to go to, you know, some. I don't know. Because I think that if, me. If, if somebody um, really doesn't like the music they're going to see in a concert, they're not going to have as much fun as you would if you went without them. You know what I mean? You want somebody to meet your level I mean, of excitement yes, for that. But you also want each other to understand each other's likes and dislikes. Like I could, I mean, I like music. So for me, it I would go because I could go see and sync and go, oh yeah, I remember hearing this on the radio and mm-hmm. I would be okay with it. But you, but you know, like you have to understand what that's going to do long term. Like when we're in the car together, what are we going to listen to? Better make a playlist that has fifty of your songs and fifty of mine, and you better hit random so you're going to hear, you know, in sync followed by Slayer, and and you both have to understand what's coming in that. So I think that when you're dating for a relationship, there's a, a lot more footholds that you have to really stick to because when you're dating for fun you're dating for like all right if this ends tomorrow yeah fuck it who cares it's there's there's the next one that i can go on a date with and have fun with but isn't dating supposed to be fun and isn't it supposed to be for fun like i thought the relationships was when things got difficult like the the dating shouldn't be like yes well dating should always be fun i think if you're in a relationship you should continue to date that's there's that there's that's i think a huge part of the problem anyway is we stop dating when the relationship gets serious instead of realizing that the relationship is the good part of the dating Mm -hmm. so there's i I think there's a lot to that uh you're right Uh, the dating should be fun if you're if I'm going into a relationship now, um, there's ground rules to to I think that need to be up front. Like anyone I date, I would even tell them if this gets serious, we have to make sure we date, you know, once or twice a month, like a real date. Like we plan something, we go somewhere, we because you if you if you just stay stagnant, you're going to, it's just going to kill either both of you or one of you to where you're just like, Oh, it's another day at home. Oh, you can't do that. There, there has to be recreation inside of a relationship. Absolutely. And you should make time for that. So why, why do you think that that doesn't happen? Mm. 
Now, not enough hours in a day. People work too many hours. Mm -hmm. They come home and then it's kids need to go to karate. Kids need to go to to softball. Kids need to go to football. Kids need to do, uh, you know, they need a, a homework. Somebody. Yeah. Somebody to help with homework, do the dishes, grab the groceries, make the dinner. <clears throat> do I think that as a society, especially before COVID, we were very, very big on um, being too busy to enjoy one another. Mm -hmm. I think COVID really helped calm that down because it stopped the world right. from doing anything but being together, which uh, probably wasn't a good thing either. If you think about it, like, you know, it it's a. Uh, it was a sad situation to watch, but, you know, we all got a good taste of what we weren't taking care of. I, I totally you know? agree with you. We, so being locked up helped. Yeah. So having to be home with each mm -hmm. other, having to realign your relationships for a lot of people was really good well, mm -hmm. for in me in my situation. It was, you know, the start of the end. Um, or not the start. It was the start of the process to, mm -hmm. to divorce. So, um, I think that, I think that couples don't remember who their friend is and the friend is the one they're sleeping with that, that left his underwear on the floor. The friend is the one that leaves you sticky notes all over the place. And you're like, I just wish you would leave me alone. Cause I remember everything. Like, I think that as people, we start to get mad at what the other one does. And instead of enjoying the fact that they are who they are and that you're supposed to love that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but if you take for for men, from what I've heard for years, is if you take sex out of the equation, they don't feel loved. The way that men love versus the way women love are really different. And if you're not spending every three days loving on him, he's going to have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. He's going to want to walk away. He's going to want to look elsewhere. He's because he works really hard. Men work really hard to make, to make their family work. I, I see it every day, but they don't get the kudos for it. They're expected to, it's demanded of them mm -hmm. and it's not even shown that it's a value. And I think that as women, we need to quit doing that. Like we need to put, men in a place where they are valued. And I know that goes again with the women's lib stuff and it goes with all the shit that's going on in society today. But <clears throat> we women are not better or to be more um to be treated better or worse than a man is. Like everybody should be treated as if they have value and purpose and and they should be loved. And and I think we got away from that. So in dating, I, I could see where guys are over the bullshit. Mm -hmm. I really can. Like, I can't even, I, you know, I've, I've discovered through doing this, this podcast is that I'm kind of a guy's dude. Like I see what guys are going through and I'm, I'm not digging it either. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not, um, I'm not a hater. I grew up with some really good men in my life and thankfully they've all been just pillars of, of strength and, and endurance for me, you know, and they taught me what, what it is to be a man, but also what it is to love a man. And <clears throat> I think that a lot of us women have just forgotten that. And, and men are taking a big 
shit sandwich that they have to eat every day. And it's, I don't think it's right. And we talked about it last week with the mm-hmm. suffering and silence that that's got to stop too. Mm-hmm. But men let women be this fucking dominant as well. They took a back seat and says, Hey, no, fuck you. You're supposed to be with me and we're supposed to be doing this this way and find a way to make it work and hold their own space. We let women get away with too much. Yeah. Because they were victimized in the past. Mm -hmm. They did go through it, but that doesn't mean all men are bad. It doesn't mean that all men did this. And it doesn't mean that men should all take a woman's shit from them. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, I, th- I think there's something <clears throat> to, you know, l- l- letting a relationship blossom. Mm-hmm. And but without taking abuse on either side, like it, it, everything has to be a two way street. Right. If you if you're getting into these relationships that they should be like minded and have similar goals and, and those type of things. And then the, you tree off of that and say, OK, what's the outer things? Where where do you see your life going? It, like I said, once you get to a certain age, what's the end game? You know, do, do you want someone to be there with you at the very end and treat you like the woman you are and and see you for your flaws and understand that you still love them, even though we, we all have flaws? And if you're once you get into this dating world. It's again, the the fun part. Awesome. Go have fun. And I think everyone should. If you're a younger person and you're being uh, safe and cautious and conscious to the person you're there and telling them like, look, we're going to have some fun, but I don't plan on taking this anywhere other than us dating. And, and, And it gives you an out as well. I don't think that when you're younger, you date for that, though. I think when you're younger, or at least in our world, when we were younger, you dated for kids and marriage and life and the whole like happily ever after thing. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't look at dating the same as I did when I was in my 20s because I don't have to worry about making those mistakes. I'm not going to have kids with somebody. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get married again. I don't necessarily need a picket fence to be happy. I learned that I could be happy with very fucking little. Mm -hmm. So the demands on what I would need from another person as a mate are very different. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you're younger, you should really think before you act, because like you said, in, in the state of California, Half your shit's going to be gone at any given moment. That's so very true. Do you really need to trust the person you're with? Absolutely. Do you really need to consider what you could lose? Absolutely. Um, but damn, if you're worrying about all that when you're 20 and you're just trying to date, that doesn't sound like fun to me either. Mm-hmm. So I guess you just have to pick somebody with some sense of value and 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 morals and hope. That at any given time, they will rise to the occasion because 99 times they may, but that one time they may not. You know, it's uh, people aren't 100 percent at anything. No, I so agree. you can't get mad at somebody for being normal, you know, for having having flaws and and, you know, trust issues and all the other stuff that goes with every other person on this earth. So I, I just think you have to. 
you have to be realistic. Like not all relationships last forever. Not all relationships get serious, but you better know who you want to be inside of and who you want inside of you. I think that that you should really freaking figure that out Mm -hmm. before it goes further because that comes with its own set of, of bondage, you know, its own set of shackles that Mm -hmm. keep you in situations that, you may or may not want to be in. Yeah, I, I think you're correct when it comes to, you know, the the bigger picture, too, is is make sure you're on the same page sex wise. And and so then there is no <laughs> when you, you know, I, I've heard kind of the same thing that that um, a guy at my work very he'll he'll talk about like, oh, you know, I was trying to love up my wife last night and she just you know, said no. It's like, okay, like I get that. You you shouldn't be under, you know, that you have to do anything, but at some point you have to decide. I have a friend who said to me one time, you know, I had sex with my ex-husband, even if I wasn't in the mood because that's how you keep them home. Well, that's how you have a healthy relationship because Mm -hmm. you know, the the time that maybe she was interested and he wasn't, he's going to reciprocate. And and as and like I said, everything's a two way street. You have to be able to go down these things where, hey, I need this right now. And you're you're going to give your mate that because, you know, it's for the best interest of the relationship. And And that's both sides. Like you have to if your girlfriend needs you to to snuggle and hold her, you, you better damn well do it. Yeah. And with no bitching and no. Yeah. But also the sex too. Like there's been so many times over the years that I was like, Oh my God, how am I going to get the energy to have sex? And you know what? As soon as you get in, in the groove, you have the energy. Mm-hmm. So expel it, like do what you need to do and have fun. You'll get in the moment. You know, sex is supposed to be for you to rejuvenate yourself, for you to be happy, for you to be content, for you to, it's supposed to energize you. It's supposed to make you feel loved. Like if you're turning your back to that and you're not giving it up freely, especially when you're in a relationship, then again, get some freaking counseling or, or start making changes so that you want to do it Mm -hmm. because you really should. That really saves a relationship. And what it does to you physically, I, I think more people need to look that up. The, well, the, yeah, it's it's better for your heart. It's yeah. better for your for your um, for your brain health. It creates circulation. It decreases problems with headaches and depression. I mean, I just saw something about it the other day, so I was reading up on it. And all the things that it did, it it boosts hormone levels, mm-hmm. which everybody's having a damn problem with That's their hormones. Correct. You know, there's so many benefits to it. Uh, not to mention, men live longer when they are when there's more affection Woo-hoo! given to them. It's very true. Ten minutes, they say, men in order to have good, and I wanted to say heart health, need to be hugged touched rubbed shown affection at least 10 minutes every day like if you're if your husband's got a bad heart you better get on it like if you want him to be around if you want to to say we went 60 years then you know put some time into him more sex 
less heart attacks. <laughs> no, I mean, Stupid. look, the, the, the bottom line is, like you said, like you said, brain health. I, I was also reading something on it where, uh, for one, our brain is an amazing thing. So it, inside that relationship, brain health is big. The oxytocin that is released in your brain is a like drug like Oxycontin where it's you're getting high. It's, it's I mean, not just figuratively, legitimately, your body is releasing chemicals looking into your partner's eyes. I know that sounds creepy, but I'll tell you right now, your brain is flooded with these chemicals, which leads you know, to other stuff. And that's so necessary for you to build trust it, when you're looking in each other's eyes and you're having a conversation that's that's attached, that's, you know, that you guys are both doing your part to be there. It it builds trust mm -hmm. and it builds confidence and it builds sexual energy. That, like all it these does. things just yeah. from looking at the person that you want to throw things at sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You know? the, the, sometimes you want to strangle them. But sometimes that leads to really good kissing up against the wall. It also leads to really good sex if yeah. you let it go that far. You so, just got to let it go that far. And and I think that that's part of this whole thing of of where you're at dating versus relationship. I know that, that we like always we always get off course because we these things lead to other things. <laughs> but the relationship part of that it is important when you're coming into to if you're dating for a relationship, when you get into it. It's these things that are going to keep that relationship healthy. And I think you're right. A lot of people are getting into relationships and then going the most stagnant thing ever because they think they're always going to be there. Mostly men. I think men. No, women do it, too. You think so? I, I yeah, think. Oh, God. Yes. I think men always think, you know, women will leave. I've heard women say, oh, he's not going to leave because he'll lose everything. And I think, why would you be such an evil bitch to even think that? Like, stop it. Yeah, I, I just it. think that men go, you know, where's she going to go? She can't get anything I think better. Men or women say the same shit. And, and the truth of the matter is, is there is someone better. Mm -hmm. You just have to be willing to take that chance and and do it. And a lot of people are doing that now. I think you're. And in our age, if if you get into a relationship, you, you're probably more apt to jump out of the airplane way quicker than we did in our 30s, because you might be like, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I think now you're like, nah, I'm out of here, like because we don't have a lot of time left or or at least that's how we think, whether it's true somebody, or not. I know somebody whose whose relationship is like on the skids and and he tells her leave leave if you have to but i'll tell you nobody will treat you the way i treat you and i'm like what yeah. you're cheating on her what do you mean how you're how you're yeah you're treating, treating her. her oh because you you go to the store for her and you cook for her and you clean for her and you do all this shit for her i'm like i could get a fucking maid right exactly exactly you know let's just be honest here like it's not that expensive to replace somebody like that but somebody that has the morals and the values and wants to be there and wants to love and and does it to make a difference in your life that's that's priceless. Yeah, it, it's the be careful what you wish for. You might just get it. Mm -hmm. It is very true. And I think it's true on both sides. 
Mm-hmm. Like you can go out and find that person. If you're in a relationship that you think is a dead end and it's not going to go anywhere and you're like, oh, but, you know, maybe there's no one better for me because I'm in this position. There is. And and you can tell there is because you've been in. Look at your past relationships. You've always gone and been okay after it. Mm-hmm. It may take a little bit, but you'll you'll end up okay. Just be willing to do that. And the dating part and the relationship part, I think, are two totally separate things now that we've talked about it. You can date to have fun. And if that's your gig, more power to you. Be but up front. All dates should be fun. If you're dating, it shouldn't be like a it should be fun. Well, it should I, be fun. I, I mean, I mean, fun as not dating to be in a serious relationship. Like your goal is not to to, you know, marry this person or move in with them or you're like, hey, your goal from the get should never be for that. You should be if that's what you want, you should be open to it. But that should never be. That's a lot of pressure to put on somebody that's just walking into your life. Correct. For me, it is. But I uh, but what I'm saying is, is that the, the those are you, you have to be open to one of them when you start dating. Mm-hmm. If you're not open the relationship, then you they should know you're not. And it's and it's just a date and you're going to go and do whatever. And and that date could be could you could date for a year and do like serious shit with each other. You could fly across the country and go to Hawaii and have a vacation together. And at the end of that, still not be in a relationship and both of you be fine with that. Well, that's what dating is for, though, to see if you want it to go further or if you're good at where it went. <laughs> right. But, but, but usually like f- trips to Hawaii isn't that's a relationship thing. You usually do that after you're in something because you're planning something like that together. At least that's how I see it. Maybe I'm wrong and I'm just old school and and, you know, you do date things like go to this place and have dinner and walk here and, you know, do things together, do whatever the plan is that you decided to do. Once you're in a relationship or once you get to that spot, you're now dating differently. You're dating because you know, you can do other things like a trip or. Well, you're dating more exclusively. Yeah. You're, you're dating to make this person, um, your person, your person. Exactly. It, mm-hmm. You're dating them to make sure that they're in your life for an extended period. Right. And so I, I don't know. To me, it's I, I was a little confused and not confused, but I, maybe I'm just I date to see if there will ever be a relationship. I don't just date to date. Serial you dating is not my thing, though, too. A lot of women and and I'll put myself in that category, too, because I know, you know, we're all there. Women confuse a lot of stuff when it comes to dating Mm -hmm. or, you know, they'll read they'll read things in it. Well, what do you think he meant by this or what do you think? And and it always gets spun in a way that's going to best suit the woman in her head, because that's what you do. You know, you well, is he like that or is he like this? They'll always try to give the benefit of the doubt 
to whatever they want to happen in their relationship. If they want it to stay good, they'll make it like, oh yeah, he's going to call you no problem. But if not, oh, you know, yeah, you should let him go. It, it, it's stupid how women will play that game with themselves instead of being honest, instead of talking, instead of, instead of just saying, you know, I'm going to let this play out and see how I feel. And then we'll go from there. So I, I, Got to hand it to you guys. I couldn't put up with a lot of the shit that goes on with dating, the stuff that I'm hearing, the stuff that's going on, the way that you're treated. I'm having an issue with a lot of it these days. And I'm being very aware of what not to do when I'm with somebody. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah, I, like I said, I haven't really dated in quite a while. So I'm I'm kind of like on the outside looking in. I mm -hmm. haven't been in a serious relationship in quite a while so for me it, it if i would find somebody i i would be very um i don't say hesitant but very um much have to talk but like i would really be very upfront and like i want to know a lot about you to to see where life would would be because i i don't want to have a, a million dates to realize okay maybe not you know no i don't think you need a million dates but i like to say can we go and just have fun and see if we like hanging out can we just start with something simple it, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be Should a I, big deal i heard somebody at, at a park these two girls talking and literally the one girl said out loud like oh yeah if he invites me on a coffee date i just i won't even i won't go because i can buy my own coffee and in my head, I, I felt I, and I for me was very hard. I zipped my mouth closed because the things that were in the back of my head that I was ready to spew out, I was probably going to get in trouble. But I wanted to just go, are, are you insane? Like, you shouldn't have to go out and spend a hundred dollars on a dinner to realize that, yeah, you don't like somebody. But on the flip side, you can spend $6 on a coffee, sit together for two hours and realize that, hey, this might be a, someone I want to have better dates with. So here's a flip for you. Mm -hmm. I don't drink coffee. Okay. And I tell people from the get go, like when they'll when they say, oh, like, do you drink coffee? No, I really don't. Mm -hmm. I drink literally two things, diet soda and water. That's like 98 percent of what I drink. Mm -hmm. And. And then you still get invited for coffee. That bothers me. Or but if they'd say, hey, I know you don't drink coffee, but let's go. Let's just go hang out. Like, let's go to a park. We'll go take a sandwich, go to a park. I'll be like, thank you. Thank you for making me not sit through your cup of coffee because I'm going to sit there with water. That's what I'm going to do. Right. But again, that's communicating. And, and I'm not asking for. You don't need to drop $100 to go figure out if I like you or not. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I would hope you heard that I don't drink coffee. Right. I I, I didn't take it that way. I took it as that, uh, you know, I, why would I go on that kind of date? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I agree with you. I think that if if you both, if you've talked enough before the date, like, I think that you should talk a little bit. There should be some kind of interaction. There should be a lot of talking. Um. Yeah, if I know you don't like coffee, I might, you know, take you out for an ice cream. And the time spent is way more valuable than a hundred dollar dinner. Exactly. And when people realize that. that more, we'll have better dating experiences in the future. Uh, 
I went out and and sat with somebody and had. I think she had fried pickles and I had some chicken tenders. And we had a drink apiece and was one of the better dates that I've been on or better times, you know, meeting somebody than I've had going out and dropping tons of money because the experience and the company was way better than anything else it could have been. So there, there's something to that. You have to be open to that kind of date. And if you're out in the dating market, you, you might want to start thinking more about that than anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, every date doesn't have to cost a million dollars. And look, some of them are probably great. And 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 I'm not that if I'm. If you want to stand out, don't say coffee either. Come up with something like, come up with something that is is different that we don't hear 150 right. times in a. I agree with that. I think guys aren't very uh, aren't very good about planning dates. That uh, yeah, and and I get it because women are like, oh well, he just did this. Oh well, he just did that. And women mm-hmm. need to stop and be excited that somebody put in some effort once in a while. Yeah, I, I think most guys are afraid to have a, a simple date because mm-hmm. then you don't stand out at all, and they're just like, oh, he can you believe this guy just wanted to go to the pier and walk around and talk. It's like, yeah. I love the pier though. (laughs) No, but do you see what I mean though? I think that that could be really knocked down by people who are looking for something. The haters that are coming out of this world right now in, in women form, nothing is safe with you guys. Nothing. Yeah. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm all up. I'm always down for, for a small meal and a big conversation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's true. And if you, I think if you can get away with that, you're going to have a much better date, whether you're dating for, um, dating, if you're just doing that, or if you're dating for a relationship, the start should be, I should be able to talk to this person for longer than five minutes without wanting to poke my eyeballs out with a stick. Mm, at least 10. Yeah, at least 10. <laughs> at least 10. <laughs> to me, if you can hold a conversation with me for an hour and it's not just me talking, that's a good start. That's a good start. And I think if yeah, more... That's not even hard with you because you're a talker anyway. Right. But if it's just my voice, there's a problem. I, I need the person on the other end to at least bounce something back at me. Yeah, I get you. Um, and, and they don't have to be, you know, a super talker, at least on the first date. The second date, I hope that you're reciprocating back some, some things back to me. And, and because I can't talk. But to me, that's much more viable for what I want to do on a second date or a third date. If you're willing to open up a little bit and talk to me about whatever it is, whatever your thing is, and it doesn't have to be serious, but you have to at least be, Oh yeah, this, if I, and if I ask you a question, reciprocate the answer back to me in you know, in more than four words. Because we live in a texting society, and I think so many people answer questions right in front of you like they're fucking typing it to you. It's like, you know, ha ha ha. It's like, no, you can laugh, be real. Because sometimes the real people, 
are way more fun than the people that are just straight, you know. Oh, hell yeah. I want somebody that that if I say the F word, they don't go. <gasps> they'll go. Fuck. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that. OK, we're in now. We're now we're cooking with fire. And I think that's an important thing, <laughs> at least to me. Uh, look, the dating world's hard enough. Let's not make it harder. Oh, you know? it's everything's made hard these yeah, days. I be, mean, you can't have a friend and and have an opinion these days. So, so I don't see it getting any better. To to me, my my last word is be upfront. If you're dating to date, which whatever that means to you, other than maybe having a relationship, because I agree with you, you shouldn't you should date to have fun. And if it goes down the road to relationship, awesome. It'll happen all on its own. It, it, but if you're dating and you want to date, tell them, like, I had a great time with you. I don't plan on being in a relationship. But if you'd like to do things together still, awesome. Let's do it. Just be upfront. No one gets hurt. No one gets feelings. No one anything. But if you're dating and you start getting feelings for someone, tell them right away. And so they can cut you off and say, look, I'm only dating to date. Awesome. So you can move on. If you're dating for a relationship, be upfront with that as well. Like, hey, I really like you. I'd like to put this down this way. And then if you get in a relationship, continue to date. Those are my only things I can tell you because it's hard enough. Let's let's not make it brain it's surgery. It's not supposed to be hard, though. Correct. No, I agree. That's like you're taking one of the funnest things in life and you're complicating the shit out of it. And then you're making it to where you don't even want to do it. How sad is that? Yeah, you're 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 making, you know, playing tiddlywinks into brain surgery. And it shouldn't mm. be that it should. People show their true colors in a few dates. I've noticed. So just like just <laughs> take the ride. Take I, the I ride and see where you're at. You'll know really well, really, really quick. I, I agree. I think that if you can talk to somebody for once you get to a certain amount of time, let's say you you've been talking to this person seven months and you've gone on however many dates, you know, you, you know who they are. You've probably talked some serious shit. You've talked about life and where they're at and, and you see the red flags everybody talks about red yeah flags. And, red and, flags what yeah i mean look uh, to me red flags are leading me to the beach so maybe i i, I see red flags differently but <laughs> look it I, you know you, you you have a pretty good grasp on who they are as a human being mm-hmm. you've seen their faults their shittiness how they treat you how you treat them if you keep coming back for more you're generally in it because you like what you're doing, not that you're stuck mm-hmm. in anything. And if you've been talking to somebody for years and years and years, there's a reason you keep talking to them. Whatever it is, you have to to uh, bring that to the surface and be real with yourself. But um, yeah, just be be good to people and and have a good time. Life's too fucking short. And don't short. expect anything you won't do yourself. Oh, agree. I agree. I'm just hands down. Just be fair. Like, <laughs> if nothing else, be fair to each other. Yeah. And look, if if you, my only thing with with going into this is is if if you're really not into it, go Dutch Get out. and then see <laughs> what happens. 
if you're if you're sitting there oh like i've been on dates and again not a ton but i've had several girls ask to pay half i was very shocked because i had heard in the dating world that that doesn't happen and if i if i have decided to go out with somebody i pay that's kind of just hey i asked you to do this let's do it Mm -hmm. but I think we live in a real, you know, very bizarre world. But I've also heard stories about guys asking to go Dutch and the girl freaks the fuck out. So, you know, it's a world where we live in. Those are people you may not want to stick around. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you may want to lose that. You number. may not want to date them. Again. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right, team. Anything else for today? No, I just want to say I've. uh a lot of my friends are going through really tough times right now. I had a, I had a couple of friends lost their father. I, I've had a friend lose her mom, uh, losing jobs, different things going on this week. And I just wanted to say that I'm here and um, be kind to yourself because uh, life is not easy and we just need to find a way to get through it. And and I'm here. Uh, I agree with you. And uh, I'll... Uh... I'll ditto that. I have some friends that, you know, at an, you have to read between the lines sometimes with what they say to you or they're mm-hmm. very upfront and just say life is fucking hard. And uh, I agree as well. I'm here for you if you need to talk and uh, feel free. Get a hold of us. Yes. And uh, it's an opinion show. So don't get it twisted. Keep coming back. Check out our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter or X, what they call it now. And check us out on Apple, Spotify. Those are the good ones. Make sure that you give us some star ratings. Give us a little, uh, some words and say whether if you like the show or not, because that will help us get into the algorithm until next Wednesday. I'm Rob for my co-host as always, Tina. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye.